Hello, this is Alicia Lani, and you are tuned in to the Texas Music Spotlight. Welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julie. Hi, hello, this is Julie Human here, and welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, where we go and interview musicians, artists, anybody that plays an instrument or whatever, and we talk to them about their life, talk to them about music, and uh, really get to know them, give you a different side of them that you may not have known about. It could be artists that you know already, it could be artists that you need to know about, but yeah, that's what we do here. It's pretty cool. Uh, today, this week, we have Alicia Lani, an Austin R&B artist, and she is fantastic. Really, guys, keep listening. Stick around. You got to hear some of the songs that she has out. You got to go follow her on social media, go to her website and all that stuff. I'll get to that a little bit later. You can follow us on social media if you like, if you like what we do, if you like uh, the vibes we're sending out, I guess. Facebook and Twitter at Texas Music Pod. Texas Music P.O.D. and on Instagram, Texas Music Podcast. That's where you can find us. We post pictures. We talk to our uh, people that listen. We have a lot of followers and we want to get keep keep that keep that growing. You know, we want more people to uh, hear the artists that we love, the artists that contact us and all that. And if you are an artist and want to get on the podcast, go ahead and email us Texas Music Podcast at gmail.com. And that's how you can do that. You can just email us, send us some uh, info about you, send us some music so we can listen to you. And if you're from Texas, yeah, maybe we can get you on um, and that'll be fun. We also have a Patreon account. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS podcast. And we'll give you uh, shout outs in this little area. Uh, You can uh, submit some questions that we ask our artists. Uh, You never know. There's some cool content as well. Uh, Some other stuff on there if you'd like but yeah you can uh, sponsor us uh if you have a business if you want me to talk about your business uh make me say something stupid i don't know you can do a whole lot of stuff go visit us patreon.com slash tms podcast like i said alicia lani is an r&b artist here in austin texas well in texas not here but i'm in san antonio you know the whole thing whatever alicia lani her first album is on everything you can find it on itunes spotify i'm pretty sure she said soundcloud i'm not too sure first impression is the name of the album and she has a new single out ride and we talk a little bit about that we talk a little bit about her uh upbringing in music the way you know she's looked at in the music scene and things like that and it's it's a great conversation and it's really awesome to talk to somebody uh outside of my little circle and get to know somebody else and get to know somebody in the r&b scene in austin because uh like she says in the interview coming up there's not a lot of people doing that in austin and that's that's great so first off we're going to listen to a little bit of one of her songs off her album first impression songs called sunshine we're going to get into the interview and then we're going to hear a full song at the end so stick around but right now Alicia Lani, Sunshine. You're my sunshine. Even though you look good in the moonlight. 
bit um, so I can get the level correctly and then we can get started. So uh, how, how's your morning going? You said you were not uh, not really a morning person. What time did you wake up? Well, I, I can be a morning person, but I had a show last night uh-huh. and I woke up with a little bit like maybe some allergies. I don't know what it is, but I know I have the sniffles and I'm so <laughs> groggy and I'm like, I felt like I was dying. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> And I have to work all day today, so like oh, I yeah. guess waking up knowing I have to work all day today is like, oh. Yeah, you just want to get right back in bed. <laughs> yeah, like and, I don't even want to get out of bed. And how does that work? Uh, like whenever you're sick with, you know, because you're you're a vocalist. I'm a, I'm an instrumentalist myself. I play uh, my main instrument is trombone, and you know, I hear a lot about vocalists that they have to keep themselves like really, you know, well hydrated and and you know really and, well kept. Yeah, you have. I have to keep well hydrated, well rested, and I don't. Sometimes I just kind of close myself off and just get sleep. Try to get sleep for a whole day when I get so exhausted. Yeah, I hear I hear um, that a lot. That there, it's like you need to sleep a lot whenever you're vocalist. I'm like, really? Like, are y'all just saying that as an excuse or? <laughs> no, not at all. Like there'd be times where um, I bartend uh-huh. at uh, Papa Do's. Oh, okay, and cool. So like after a shift, I get real horsey. Like uh-huh. my voice gets super hoarse, like as you can hear now. And it's because I'm tired. Yeah, for sure. And so like, it's true. You have to get sleep. You have to get your beauty sleep. It's so important. I don't know no singer that don't get no rest and is able to gig out two to three times a week. Like that's fucking impossible. Yeah. Like, you know, they have to get sleep. And I do um drink tea on a regular with apple, like a shot of apple cider vinegar. Oh, okay. And um cool. I eat real good. Like I try not to eat health you know, too much of bad stuff. Like mm-hmm. I try to eat real stuff that cleanses and that's just good for you. That helps out yeah. a lot, dude. Yeah, I couldn't I can't really imagine you know, doing that because, like, you know, you just start playing your instrument for well, for me on, on my side, there's not a whole lot of upkeep, I guess, for your own personal self because your instrument is your actual vocal cords, you know, and that that's pretty interesting, uh, to hear like the different things that different vocalists do or like different quote unquote secrets or how to keep your, you know, how keep yourself sounding great every time and you know, the stamina pretty much. I mean, I do have to yeah. like. Uh, like my lips are like the main instrument or for me, I guess, but there's not a whole lot of things I can do other than just keep playing. But yeah, I guess the stamina, if you're doing it, like, like you said, two or three times a week, uh, you know, you do need to sleep and all that stuff. So that's, so and vocals is like a muscle. So you always yeah. got to warm it up, exercise it. You can't just wake up and then go sing for two hours. You got to like, you know, warm it up. Oh, know, that- all that stuff. Yeah, you were. Oh, well, actually, you're supposed to uh, sing me sing a whole set for me right now. Is that what you're prepared for? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was like, oh no, I'm not. I'm about to come back. <laughs> no, so um, yeah, like I was saying, uh, it's the Texas Music Spotlight. Um, I'm already recording. We're gonna, you know, just use all this stuff, but um, we kind of just highlight musicians around Texas, and you know, there's a, a lot of hidden gems that uh, me and my father have found a lot of people that have reached out to us like you and a lot of people that we didn't really know about, but they're amazing musicians here in this, you know, huge state. And it's really awesome. And that's kind of what we want to do here is just give them, you know, a platform to speak. Maybe sometimes they've never done any press before, you know, or they need some, uh, help getting, you know, promotion for an album or maybe you're like, you're, um, 
your single that you just put out, you know, stuff like that. It's just we want to, you know, show the world what Texas has to offer. And that's kind of what we're doing here. Um, awesome. Yeah. So I kind of want to get into it. How did you first start out in music? I, I, I saw that you started singing very young. And what was that sort of, you know, introduction into the world of music? Well, I really didn't have any like family members or anything like that. That was just musicians. Mm-hmm. Like I always thought that was so cool. Like you, you know, you and your father and, you know, other artists that say, you know, my uncle was a blues player. for blah, blah, yeah. blah. I really didn't have that influence. My influence was basically what my mom listened to. And it just grew on me. Like I, my mom always said that when I was a little girl, I always knew every song on the radio. <laughs> you know, I, it, it was just kind of like a thing that just happened. Like this music was kind of just a magnet to me, mm-hmm. and I just always kept up with it, even through high school. And were were you ever like trained, uh, you know, vocally trained or anything like that? No, I just started getting vocally trained this past oh, okay. year. So crazy. Yeah, I wish I wish I was able to get all that. You know, my mom was a single parent, so uh-huh. she did the best she could. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I think she did amazing, especially with her. Her music choices, those are awesome. Mm-hmm. She liked to listen to a lot of, lot of eighties, seventies, you know, funk and R and B. Okay, cool. Even nineties, and um, she just liked a lot of old school stuff too, like Frankie Beverly and Maze, or then she would like funk Jodeci, or you know, Mary J. Blige was the four one one. Like she always had great like R and B, like soul taste, and it, I knew like every song. I still know every song. To this day, I, I sing SOS for her, SOS band for her, which a lot of people don't even know who SOS yeah. band is. You know what I'm saying? And But a lot of people do. Like, when I sing it, they, they get all the old school players, all the old school cats get all <laughs> excited, you know? So it's really good. Like, um, really, I would just have to say my mom's, like, musical influences and what she liked to listen to really influenced me mm-hmm. into loving R&B and loving music as a whole. Yeah, and that's definitely kind of the the track that you went on to nowadays, and, and kind of what you're singing, and uh, that that's really awesome. And and do you do, was your mom like really? Uh, was she okay with you? You know, whenever you said like, "Hey, I want to do you know music, I want to sing, I want to you know be on stage," was she really supportive, or, or was she just like, "No, I don't know," or, or how did she react to that? She was very supportive. Like, you know, as as soon as I was old enough to be in talent shows, which was like second or third grade, mm-hmm. I was in talent shows every year. Um, she would come to my talent shows and, you know, other than talent shows, I did a lot of like dancing. I did a lot of stepping. Like I did everything that was kind of like really active as far as performance wise. Mm-hmm. And, um, it really took off. Like I was in a choir, like in elementary and somewhat in middle school, but high school is when like I was really in choir. And um, after my freshman year, um, our choir teacher, while we were freshmen, she did like a a new class. She started a new class called the R&B Choir. Oh, wow. And as a freshman, I didn't know that it existed. Yeah. And then I was so mad the whole freshman year because I was in this whole class Uh and we sung Latin. We sung Latin stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, like we sung all those (laughs) choir kind of songs, you know, and I was 
so bored. I was like, I want to be an R&B choir. Yeah. And so, like, the rest of the year, I the rest of my college, like high school years, I actually got into uh, R&B and stuff, choir, and I was just in there actively like, yeah. every year. That and dance. Like, I did a lot of those two things in high school. Mm-hmm. And my mom always supported me. She If she could make it there, she was always there. To this day, she comes to almost every show. Oh, really? That's she, awesome. She'll, she takes off of work. <laughs> you know, she does all that jazz, and she comes to my shows, and it's really dope. Yeah, really that's really cool. I, I I I'm a classical musician myself, but like I'm sure uh, the choir part is not a whole lot of fun. And even sometimes I don't like listening to the classical stuff. I mean, uh, I'm sure R&B choir sound, uh, sounded more fun, way more fun than than doing all oh, that, like yeah. Beethoven and sing, all that. Yeah, R&B choir was dope. Like we would have our own R&B choir concert, and we do like solos. And then together we would sing like a cool Kirk Franklin song or, you know, like it was, <laughs> yeah. it was great. Like, you know, it was stuff I really wanted to sing. Not that, you know, devil Latin stuff. I remember there was yeah. one song, it was about a demon. I was like, why are we singing this? So but it, it was yeah it was in latin or something right it was in a different yeah, language. yeah 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 it was in a different language and i'm like oh my gosh i was like i do not know what i'm saying right now yeah that's kind of how it goes I, yeah it didn't really hold my attention it, but it did help me as far as like learning my soprano and my range and mm-hmm. you know doing all that so when i got into r&b choir i was like oh i already know this because i listen to all this yeah <laughs> you know so i would say that's what it taught me a lot more different. It had me look at things more in a specific way. Yeah, sure. Technique and all that jazz. Uh huh. And and when when did you sort of decide that you that you wanted to do this going further than just you know being in the choir and 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 you know things like that? When did you know that? Hey, I think I'm actually pretty good. Or did you even think that you were good or not? Like, uh, what was that kind of decision? Like, hey, I kind of want to do this. I think I can do this. Let me go on stage and, and create my own songs and things like that. When, when was that? Well, I really started songwriting, like, and writing poetry. Like, I, I love to write. Like, to this day, I do not write on my phone. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But, um, I started writing songs like in middle school, but I didn't really start singing them and stuff until like really like end of high school year. And I didn't even do it at, at school. I just did it to myself yeah. until like when I got out of school, I started meeting so many more people that did music or recorded or performed. And unfortunately it was fortunately and unfortunately it was a lot of rappers. So it was kind of like, if you do this hook for me, I got you. And yeah. it never was get, they never got me, but I was always singing their hook mm-hmm. and it got, it got to a point to where, like, I was like, okay, I've mastered the art of writing dope-ass hooks. Like, yeah. maybe I should move on. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I have all these songs here, but no one's really sat down and actually put forth the effort to, like, you know, help me out with it. Because these hip-hop artists don't know how to handle an R&B chick. They don't know how to record or yeah. you know, music theory or no, you know, majors and minors. and uh-huh. know, They don't know none of that. Yeah. So... It was actually like just a journey trying to just find people that could, you know, be there and help me with recording and coming up with actual original music. Yeah, definitely. And and, like and uh, it's a different sound. It's a whole different, you know, genre, different, you know, you have to have 
melody lines and you have to think about how the lyrics are going to sound going from one word to the next and which you know it it is a lot I think more complex in a different way than I think rap is I mean rap is very complex in the way they uh you know the the way they're they're wording and the the syllables and things like that but you know R&B is is complex in a different way and yeah Yeah. it's pretty difficult I think yeah like the first rapper that actually just you know that I ended up, he's my husband now. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were boyfriend and girlfriend and I was his, you know, dope ass girlfriend that can sing. So I would get on stage with him and, you know, remix his whole songs and stuff. And like everybody really caught wind of it. And he was actually doing really great shows. Like the first time when Scoremore like started kind of thing, like Uh he was opening up for J. Cole and Wallace. Wow. He was like the go-to guy. Yeah. And, um. So I would I was able to jump in front and like, you know, meet all these people. And this is I'm actually finally meeting people that I need to meet as far as being an R&B mm-hmm. you know, singer and trying to do that. And um, he was the first one that really tried to. Well, you got some music. Let's record it. Like you wrote a song to my, you know, a beat that I have. Let's record it. And I remember when we first started recording, he would complain and say, why do you need so many tracks? And I'm like, you're a rapper. All you need is maybe six tracks. Yeah. I need 30 tracks. Like, yeah. I need, these are harmonies, stacks, backups, ad-libs. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they, like, they, like, that's, like you said, they don't under, you know, they yeah, don't really they, understand yeah. the full depth of everything. And it was just so hilarious when you said that. It made me think <laughs> of that moment. And he was like, I'm going to have to get a new RAM because... I, I, I can't handle all these yeah. in one session. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, we need to figure that out. Yeah, you, know? you, and it was you always, need to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, it, it was always something like that. You know, it was, it was a climb. It was, uh-huh. it was such a climb to find the people, you know, and find the right people to work with and know how to, that knows what I need and mm-hmm. know what I need to do and all that jazz. Stuff. Yeah, that that's really awesome that you have somebody um, now, I, I'm going to say permanently in your life that, that does know that side of you and the hard work that it that it takes because you know sometimes um maybe when you're you're in a relationship or you're with people that aren't musicians they don't really know uh that it is sort of a job you know it, it's yeah. it takes a lot of time and um if you're talking to non-musicians they're like oh what do you do you just you just go and sing right and it's like no you i mean if you're an instrumentalist or you know you got to buy all the amps guitar strings and all that stuff you got to make sure all your stuff works and then for you like you said you got to make sure your voice is you know well kept and you know sometimes people don't see that and whenever you're in a relationship with somebody that's not a musician sometimes they don't get it and that's awesome that you have somebody that does kind of get it yeah it's hard work he you know he even knows he's like babe you should get your own mic i'm like you right babe so (laughs) right now i'm in the midst of like just scouting out some mics to see which one i like and i'm gonna you know buy one for myself yeah sure and they use it every night yeah Mm -hmm. but whenever i have a show i have my own my own little get up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So, um, I kind of want to get into uh your album and then the the songs that you release and the one song that you uh uh released right as well. So, uh, perfect name for a first album, I think. First impression, that's great. <laughs> and yeah, and, I know. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, awesome. So, I want to uh <laughs> talk about how first impression came about 
and what what's that sort of idea and how have you changed as a musician since then because it does it did came out uh did come out a few years ago so how have you changed as a musician from this and uh up until now ride which is your new single well like first impression it was you know basically started around the times that I was telling you I, I was working with my husband and he mm-hmm. was really trying to help me build my catalog or just get used to trying to, you know, get my tracks done and get them out because I really didn't have any resources. So like as you can tell that that album is very hip hop based. Mm-hmm. Hip hop samples, but it's still kind of jazzy. Um yeah. I wrote everything, which was great. Like I had a few friends but he was my husband produced a couple his best friend produced a couple and then just some producers that I know from around the city did. Um, by the time I put out that album, I was, it was, it, I've been working on it for so many years. I was over it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it was no longer a first impression, but it was because no one really heard it. And mm-hmm. the reason why I called it first impression was because I've been singing, you know, I've had, I've sung with artists out there in San Antonio, Houston, Dallas, you know, out of state and, First impression was more of an introduction of the actual who I really am, not that girl that sung that one song. Or mm-hmm. I was on Old Boy's Hook, or yeah, you know, I, you know, I did a lot of featured singing for a few years, mm-hmm. and so um, I just thought it was highly appropriate to call it first impression. Yeah, that that's you, but, and and you don't so need somebody else, you know, so, to quote unquote like latch on, like you said, like hey. Uh, she right. was on this this person's track or whatever it's like no she's an actual artist like you know take me seriously right. You know? <laughs> right basically that's exactly what it was and um by the time uh i was i've been re- re- you know recording it on my own i learned how to like record myself and all this jazz and by the time i met with my management now i was already like done with recording everything and mm-hmm. i was like in a point to where like okay i need throughout mixing you know my husband yeah. did the best he could but like i said he don't have the ears for r&b yeah you know as far for sure. as mixing and mixing itself is oh my god that's hard yeah um and so <laughs> yeah when i met him you know he was like well what do you have now you know and i'm like well this is what i have and he was like well great i'll hook you up with my boy john keys he's that he's the one that actually produced ride mm-hmm. um We'll get together with John Keys, uh, and we'll record your whole album, and boom, 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 boom. So that's how that happened. Yeah, sure. awesome. So right when we got with that management, Key Street, they we just re-recorded that and put it out as a stench. Like, hey, new artist, here's her album, boom. And so ever since then, you know, I've been playing with the band finally, finally getting in with a band, writing yeah. more original music with live instruments. So I was already a different artist by the time I dropped first impression. Mm-hmm. That, that's usually you know. how it goes, you know, like, uh, yeah. you know, with, with music, it does take a little while to, to actually put out a product. And then, you know, yeah, that's kind of where I'm, I am with, uh, one of my groups. We've, we already have maybe two sets of music worth more than what we already put out, but we're just putting out that first set of music. And it's like, ah, it took so long and we're already over these songs. We're already like, you know, done with the, you know, we we already know everything that we can do with those songs and we're just getting them out on an actual, you know, CD or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, why don't you mention first, uh, just where can they find all this music if they want to hear it and look you up? Um, yeah. First impressions. Um, you can definitely go to my website, com. 
Um, it's also on SoundCloud for free, for sure, but mm-hmm. downloaded for streaming. And I think it's on Tile too. Awesome. And, and uh, yeah, it's on some secrets. And somehow I got into some other places. I don't know how I got there, but I'm not complaining. I had somebody tell me, yeah, you know, your stuff's on Tidal. Oh, word? I don't even have a Tidal account. <laughs> I was like, word, well, yeah, it's on title. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, uh, and definitely also, um, my new, uh, before Ride, I had a single out called Love You. And yeah. I did a video for it. And, uh, that's on, um, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Yeah, super good. I, I really like video the video too. Yeah. Too. Thank you. You know what? That was my idea as far as creative directing it. Yeah, awesome. And I was so excited that they let me do that. Uh-huh. You know, that's why I love the people I work with. They let me express myself, mm-hmm. and obviously, if they thought it was a bad idea, I'm sure they would step in. But <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad that they let me kind of, you know, express my music. Yeah, my sure. Own. And so uh, I get a lot of good feedback about how they like the video and the concept. I actually wanted to get more couples in there, but it was just so hard to get so many people there yeah. in like a couple of sessions. Yeah, for so, sure. I just and, worked with what I had, and it was fun. Yeah, it's awesome. You can check that all out on her website, and we'll definitely post links and all that stuff to her website and stuff. So, um, you know, uh, being in Austin, I don't know the whole Austin scene a whole lot. Um, you know, I just hear some some good things and then some bad things. And uh, like you said, there's people that let you sort of express yourself and and be the way you want to be, and and um. How, what is your, you know, sort of impression of, I guess, the Austin music scene and, and being a musician in it and actually trying to make something of yourself? Is it, is it, uh, forgiving? Is it very helpful for you? Did you, uh, run into anything on the way? Like any, uh, thing that might help hold you back that, uh, you had to overcome or anything? Or is it all just pretty smooth? It's pretty, to me, it's pretty smooth sailing. Like, yeah. You know, like, you have your good things and bad things, which is not really that bad, you know, like, um, it's just, a, I feel like it's just a pool of eclectic people that just like to do music. Like, we're the, you know, livest music capital of the world, mm-hmm. you know, so we have so many genres that's mostly popular in Austin, and R&B is not one. Mm-hmm. So, I love it. I feel like I'm in my own lane, you know, people get a nostalgic feeling when they see me and yeah it's something brand new at the same time because it's not like i said it's just it's uh it's it's a small lane there's a lot of rap there's a lot of rock there's a lot of alternative there's a lot of folk and even bluegrass but there's not a big big lane for r&b huh. and uh we have we have artists out here that do r&b and um working on making more uh, venues more of a soul you know r&b kind of venue and it's just really great like I'm, I'm you know trying to bust down doors like and let people know like hey we're here damn it okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know and um he's like and you know i like to just let people know hey i want to be a part of this or hey i'm here like check me out you know and they take the bait and it's it's awesome and just to be an artist an r&b artist and to be doing it you know i've been doing it solo wise like heavy like real tough since 2013 uh-huh. and to make the top 10 best female vocalist and top 10 best soul act of Austin, Texas, out yeah. the Austin music chronicle awards. It's, it's just baffling to me. It's really, it's, it's awesome. Like I'm so like, wasn't expecting it, uh-huh. but just to know that, you know, 
we're here, man. We're here, damn it. Yeah, you know? I never, I never really a thought these, about it that way. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of trap R&B or trap rap or rappers and hip hop that rap over a lot of R&B tracks and blues tracks and funk tracks. Then they have no clue what song it is. And I can sing that whole song to them. Yeah. Like, I know that song. You know, like, and they're like how do you not know that song? Yeah, and they're like, oh, it was a song before? I just I got the song. I don't listen yeah. to Crybaby music. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? You rap over it. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. That, that that's really cool. I mean, I I never really thought about it being like, hey, you know, I I'm trying to own this this own thing, and while everybody else is doing whatever they're doing, I'm gonna stick with this, you know, this this track, and I'm gonna be good, and I'm gonna make my area really amazing here in this town, and that's that's really awesome. Um, yeah, I got a lot of encouragement because people just kept telling me like, you're in your own lane, like. Yeah, you're in your own lane, like, and I just really was like convinced. I'm like, it's true. Like, I might see a couple singers here and there, but it's just like, as you know, as a musician, there's levels. Mm-hmm. There's levels to being a musician. Yeah, there's levels to being an artist, a recording artist, a performer. And I just knew that if I'm gonna do this, I'm doing it to the utmost that I'm, I can possibly do it. Yeah, for sure. You know? uh, I mean, why why would you do it otherwise? You know, why would you yeah. not want to be the best at what you're doing? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So, um, I want to get into uh, another segment. I think we're going to call it the Texas Two Step. What we do here is called, um, yeah, the Texas Two Step. You can, uh, if you're a patron on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/tmspodcast, go donate at least a dollar. And you can get a question on our question board. Usually I'm sitting in front of, uh, the people I'm interviewing and when they roll a dice, but I'm going to have you, uh, select a number between one and 20. So if you want your questions on the question board that we ask our artists, then you can go ahead and donate on our Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS podcast. So, um, I have a bunch of random questions here and you're going to pick two right. of them. So if you want to, uh, give me a number between one and 20. I'll pick 13 as my favorite number. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, ooh. Okay. If you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> if I could eat a, any kind of food for the rest of my life, it would yeah. be pho. Yeah. yeah. I, I pick pho. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. The why, why, yeah. Why, why is that's That's out of everything? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm weird. I know. <laughs> pho is so good. It like, like we were talking about vocal health, like it's uh-huh. so awesome. Oh, that's it true. Yeah, you out, yeah. Right? You know, even when you're drunk, you're sick, whatever. <laughs> like, eat food, you're like you're back to one hundred. Like, yeah, here yeah. I think in Austin, I had some really good food. I I couldn't tell you what what the place was called in Austin, and uh, I went to school in Denton for a while, and they had some really good food places. Yeah. I, okay. Oh cool. yeah, I live on the north side, kind of by Chinatown, so I get all the good food. Oh, awesome! Nice. All the good, yeah, I get all the good food. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Um, so if you can choose another number. Um, I'll pick two. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? Um, I would have to say maybe my pride. I can be pretty prideful sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, most times it's good reasons. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's not good reasons. Like what do you but mean? Like in your own head or like towards people or like what? what are you... Just I think, you know, in towards uh i'm not a grudge holder mm-hmm. but just in events or anything like that i never do anything that puts me in a stupid position but sometimes i can be very headstrong mm-hmm. and sometimes it can be my downfall yeah because sometimes i'm very brutally honest too and mm-hmm. 
that sometimes is my downfall. And yeah, that's just probably one thing I would probably change about myself. Because mm-hmm. um, I used to be very passive. Now I'm I'm kind of not as passive. You know, yeah. I do pick my battles. But my pride sometimes, you know, kind of like any other person, kind of gets them in trouble. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Kinda, do you, yeah, so that's do you like think, one thing I think. Do you think like, um, uh, do you think like being, I don't know, a woman in a male dominated sort of industry? I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I'm, I, I'm a male as well, but like, do you think that made you a little bit more because people kind of were like, oh, she's just, you know, like you said, she, she's just that girl on that one track. And it's like, no, hey, I'm, I want to be, you know, a person like, look at me like I'm an artist just like you. Do you think that, that had any, Effect being in oh, the music industry, yeah. yeah. Oh, de- definitely, definitely for sure. Um, people wouldn't. I would always get ran over, like as far as like I could be talking and someone just talked over me, oh, or this yeah. and the third, you know, because I'm just so nice. I'm so nice. I'm yeah. nice. I, I look approachable, you know, like. Uh-huh. And it got to a point where like people wouldn't shut up unless they sing. That's how I get your attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can sing, and then everybody just like. You know, stops and turns. Yeah. Oh, now you want to listen. Now you want to listen <laughs> to what I got to say. <laughs> you yeah. know, and it's definitely and definitely working with men a lot uh, has given me a lot of big cojones for sure on how I handle my business and what I like and what I don't like, mm-hmm. and you know what I would I'm willing to do and what I'm willing not to do. Yeah, for sure. Um, and dealing with that, just also just I could just sniff them all the way now. <laughs> you know, yeah, so for easy sure. to see it see what, what's coming forth but um, mm-hmm. I would have to say yes definitely because I've been given so many promises throughout you know trying to start mm-hmm. and hey you do this for me I got you and I never was returned the favor yeah and then you never you were just, like passive about it and you're just like oh, yeah I'm yeah, like okay. why so why should I do it what are you gonna do for me yeah you know, for it got sure. to that point. <laughs> and if you're not gonna bring like I had an artist that I worked with a long time ago I met him out in San Antonio and I wrote a hook and I ended up moving back to Austin mm-hmm. and I was a minor. Like I wasn't, I didn't have a car, but I was a minor. Like oh, wow. I wasn't even a grown yet, you know? Yeah. And he wanted me to come back to San Antonio to do it. And I'm like, well, you're going to have to bring me out there because I'm a minor. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And my mom, you know, she really didn't have a car and she already worked and going, she was going through some things and I was really helping her. And so, um, He's like, well, I'm going to get someone else to sing it. And I'm like, and I'm going to sue you because I know that I wrote that. <laughs> and if you're going to have somebody else sing it, she needs to rewrite that. Yeah. And I never heard another word from that guy. Oh, wow. I never heard the song ever uh-huh. get made. So I think, like, especially after that point, I was like, I'm not going to be messing with these Yeah, people. you like, definitely need to. Serious. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you you can't come get me. It's an hour and a half drive. I lived on South Austin, by the way. <laughs> Like, you don't have to go through Austin and come get me. I'm like, right on the end. Yeah. Right when you come in, it's not that hard. But if you're going to get somebody else to do it, then she's going to re- rewrite it for you. She's not going to sing what I wrote. Yeah, you. for sure. Period. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely you need to be, um, you know, a little bit upfront about what you want. It's, that, that's something I did learn, uh, you know, taking music, uh, when I took music seriously is just like some, you, you have to be, up front with everything and nobody's gonna like tell you you're being harsh or like i mean sometimes they'll, they'll you know call you something but that's usually on them they're usually the ones that are in the wrong but like if you're you know up front and say like hey 
I want to even like asking for to be paid to play, you know, you have to be, yeah, uh, yeah you have to be upfront about it and nobody's going to tell you like, oh, you're handling it wrong. It's kind of like you have to be like, oh, I, I need to get paid this or I I'm doing this time or, or whatever, because people will just kind of take advantage of that where it's like, oh, yeah. Hey, do you want to do this for free? Are you, you know, do, do you want to do this other thing for free as well? Do you want to? And it's like, no, right. I, I have to set my, you know, own standard of, you know, musicianship because it is an industry and you, you, you know, yeah, I, I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, that that's definitely um, something you need to be in in our line of work, I guess. Yeah, I totally understand. Um it was for a while that uh, people would ask me for features and I would, you know, put me or my manager would put the price down and he would, he would hit me back up. He was like, yeah, I told him how much and I haven't heard anything back. And I'm like, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm not charging that much and I've done so much stuff for free to where a point where, you know, I, I, I deserve. Yeah. You know, your worth. Services. I've done so much stuff for free, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, and I have a full time family too. Like I'm trying to be a full time musician, so yeah, like it shouldn't be a problem. But now it's starting like people are really like actively contacting me and like willing to pay my my fee, and I'm like, yeah, that's great. You yeah, it's I'm awesome, saying? and and um, yeah. you're you're definitely on the way up, and and it's awesome. What what do you have planned uh for 2017 and beyond? So um, this year I am actively right now recording my album so that's why i sound tired too <laughs> uh, besides my residency my weekly residency yeah my shows here and there i am recording an album right now and i'm hoping that it's going to be done by the summer to give you guys by the end of the summer to the mid early fall um it's called resilient i've already made a name for it um love you is definitely going to be on there um ride might be on there i kind of see ride more as a um, um, a re- record label like collaboration, yeah, sure. More than just you know my song because I only did like a verse on it, mm-hmm. and I honestly the the song was already done when I heard it. They just needed that middle ver- verse filled in, mm-hmm. and John Key thought I'd be perfect and bring it a little different kind of vibe to it. Yeah, it's a so, super um, fun song. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I love it too. Like, didn't he mess up them keys? All them keys is just woo. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Those keys sound so good. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Like that song really makes me happy. Yeah. Like, when I hear when I hear the beat when it knocks in and comes in, I, I instantly get like really happy. Yeah. But um, it's a good song. I really like it. Awesome. So you heard it here. She's gonna uh, hopefully put out an album. Go ahead and check out her website, and I'm sure she's gonna post it. Go follow her on all. Uh, fa- I know you have Facebook, you Twitter, um, Instagram, Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. I got my own website. I also do uh, use bands in town super heavily. Like whenever I have a show, mm-hmm. I always put my stuff on bands in town first. And uh, that's actually connected to my website as well. It's a cool little app. Keeps you in tuned and up to date when your your favorite mainstream on local artists is up performing. Yeah. And it, it sends you so. like updates too, right? Like it sends you like, yeah, hey, yeah, this person. Yeah. Like today, Alicia Long is playing and blah, 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 blah. You know? <laughs> Like, it's really cool. I love it. Like, I've caught a few. Um, I've caught Solange and De La Soul. Oh, awesome. Somebody else from off that, you know, using that website. Yeah. yeah using that little app. They just let me know. Awesome. Well, well, thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
That was my conversation with Alicia Lani. Don't forget to check out her website, alicialanimusic.com. If you're a fan of Alicia already, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with her and you got to know a little bit more about her. And if you've never heard of her before, now you have. Now you need to go check her out, alicialanimusic.com. Follow her on all social media. Go get her music, iTunes, Spotify, and all that stuff. All the links, I'm sure, are there on her website and to the music videos that she has. Again, if you like what we do, if you like us, if you like me, Thank you. I'm flattered. But uh, go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. On Facebook and Twitter, it's Texas Music Pod, Texas Music P.O.D. On Instagram, Texas Music Podcast. Go support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS podcast. And uh, email us, talk to us, whatever. We, we love feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if you like us. Let us know if you hate us. Let us know if you need a certain musician on the show. Definitely. We all, we're always looking for new musicians on the show. So thank you to Alicia for being on the podcast today. And we're going to take a final listen to one of her songs, her newest single, Ride, produced by John Keyes, Alicia Lani, Clova Tonely. Here it is, Ride. Thanks and have a good night.
buses and carriages. We riding through the city, yeah, we south, south, south stood. Tell them nice to catch up. Drop the top on the whip, let the wind mess your hair up. Riding in the time machine to a new era. Barton Creek, all we shopping. It's time to run up some commas. Put you in it, got it, designer. Maybe them new red vibes. Upgrade you from McDonald's and take you to Benny Hanna's. It's the fun things. Take you to a place where your phone would never ring. How to range on a plane and do it all again. Feeling like the homie whiz, I think she never been. But don't trip, let's take a trip. Let's ride, just ride. We can ride all over town if you want to. Just ride, let's ride. We can do whatever you want to. It's on your body. the texas music spotlight podcast be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website texasmusicspotlight.com to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings until next time please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown